Welcome back, everybody, to Stride Pod. I am your host, Sean. I am joined, as per usual, by Bree, because if I wasn't, this would be a disaster. Hello, <laughs> Bree, and how are you today? Hey, Sean. I'm doing great. It was just tracking some athletes, and it's been a good morning. It's been a very good morning. You have, uh, yeah, you have been like mother hen of sorts tracking all oh the people goodness. celebrating all the things that's always a good time makes me more anxious to track my athletes than to race myself well and it's real fitting that we're talking about tracking other people and celebrating them as we are two currently non-running runners and True. today we're going to talk about this thing called returning from an injury or time off um and i kind of this is a mixed bag. Bree had a couple of her athletes and PT clients bring this up to her while I too brought this up to her because <laughs> I am an impatient human and I think that I've done a really good job of rushing my recovery or returns to running in the past. So everything overlapped and here we are today for Bree to help all of us uh, not injure ourselves as often optimistically <laughs> is that is that the goal here yeah that's one of the goals we got to improve that longevity <laughs> <laughs> that's right that's right um so all that i will say is that i am incredibly interested i certainly to everyone out there um to kind of quote unquote know how the soup is made i've read the notes but i am excited for brie to say the things and the stuff for all of us to uh be better about how we come back from injury so i will let you dive right in and take this away all right well i'll just start with the fact like what really wanted made me want to talk about this is just the frequency that it comes up with my job being a physical therapist and working with a lot of runners and athletes in general. Um, I feel like I'm going over this frequently. So I figured yeah. this was a really great topic that way. And I will first start with, with the problem that I feel like a lot of people encounter when they're coming back from an injury or time off is they get burnt out really quickly and they struggle with those first few weeks back and um, they're not feeling good and they're not going to feel good but there are things you can do to help make it feel a little bit better and like you're making progress quickly um so what would you do Sean if I wasn't here and <laughs> you were just trying to come back from injury right now what would you what would you do well let's just roll the clock back to literally almost a year um <clears throat> I got, I had COVID. I had uh, some shin splint issues, probably some IT issues. And when I got COVID, I thought I'm actually kind of happy. COVID's forcing me to take time off. Yeah. And as I came back, I a hundred percent was like, well, I, you know, I'm a runner now, so I can just get right back into a three mile run. Like that's probably my baseline is just a nice little, a nice quote unquote, little three mile run. Um, and, uh, yeah, as you said, burnout and frustration, uh, Blair out there somewhere in the world right now would laugh because she had plenty of conversations with me about me being like, I think next week I could do six. And she's like, no, like next week, the best you might do is four. And I think even that was her trying to slow me down, but not fully slow me down. Cause even that was probably too much. Yeah. I, I would much prefer to rush back in and say, everything's great. 
Yes. And I mean, that would be the ideal situation, right? But it's not always realistic. <laughs> no. Depending on how much time you're taking off before. Yeah. But what I encounter is a lot of people do that and say they've had to take, you know, months off for different reasons. And now they're getting back and they'll just go jump in and run, you know, let's for this is just for example, like 15 minutes straight. Yeah. Great. I mean, I'm it's probably was hard. And that's only 15 minutes of cardio that they just got, right? And ideally, we want to get up to 20, 30 minutes when you're starting. So a lot of times if you're just going straight for, you know, running a mile, two miles as hard as you can when you're first getting back, not only is that going to not give you as much of a cardio stress as you could potentially get if you did it a little bit smarter, but it's going to leave you burnt out and feeling defeated. Just thinking, oh, I just only ran for 15 minutes when I did a marathon, you know, a few months ago or something like that. And that's when it's the walk run combination is yeah. overlooked a lot and it needs to be utilized way more. <laughs> <laughs> so no one can see out there. I am kind of pseudo trying to not laugh directly into the microphone because Bree says walk run. My brain my brain kind of doesn't even register. Like walk runs not even on the radar. I like know. I could be off for six months and be like, I go back to running, running, running. That's it. That, there's no walk part. Um, so it's, you know, it, it's good to hear. And um, yeah, I, I'll say to intensity thing too. Like, I think something I was guilty of in going back was I also wanted to get and understanding of what my baseline looked like. Um, and I know in part of our notes, it's it's intensity as well is probably not a super intelligent thing to do early on in coming back from an injury. So I, I'm guilty of that too. Well, perfect. You're just checking all the boxes. <laughs> but, so what I usually tell people, um, like my patients, my athletes, when we're returning are starting, you know, maybe from the ground up is frequency is number one. So how many days a week do we want to start with? Is it three days a week, four days a week? I mean, you can be, you know, five days if that's what you were doing prior to it. But frequency is first. And you can... And that's where you can go out and just do maybe a 20 minute workout. But if you're getting that, you know, goal days per week, that's the first build. That's the first goal. Then second is going to be increasing your duration. So now you're taking those shorter walk runs, you know, three, five days a week, and you're increasing the duration of each of them. So maybe we're just going from 20 to 30 minutes, or that's another example, Um, but increased duration of them. The last piece of the puzzle, Sean, is intensity. (laughs) Uh, I really like building the puzzle really fast. Um, (laughs) This is all. Yeah. (laughs) this all is actually really helpful. And I think it'll be helpful for other people out there too, because um, I think sometimes when I come back to it's, it's starting with a lot of grace towards myself and being like, I only need to run maybe two days a week, but those two days I'm doing it all backwards. And and maybe some people out there are too of I'll do two or three runs in the week. And those will all be three mile efforts. And then I've Mm -hmm. run nine miles week one. And that's not a super uh, foundational approach to take. Um, I, I really like this idea of uh, 
five, four or five days of, of more concentrated, less intense and, and more sticking to the plan. Um, I, me saying the word sticking to the plan is also ironic to my brain too, but yeah, these all sound really good. I love it. but <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I know like coming back from my injury right now, I'm going to want to jump into a straight, you know, 20, 30 minute run, but depending on how long I'm out, I also know that might not be the smartest decision. We don't want to, you know, re-injure, right? Or flare up an old injury or symptoms again and kind of beat you before you can even start. And so that's where, yeah, doing the frequency first, duration second, intensity third is definitely what I found works the best. And for instance, so one example of what I'll give an athlete that's just starting, um, you know, frequencies are goal three, four days a week. And then we're doing, let's say five or six intervals of run for two minutes, walk for three minutes. And that's going to give us about 30 minutes total of cardio. And hopefully at the end of that, you'll feel pretty good. You shouldn't feel burnout. You should feel like you can go farther and you can go harder. That's actually a really good thing to feel when you're first getting back. You don't want to have to dig into the well every single run you do when you're getting back from an injury. You're just going to lead yourself into like a mental burnout, physical burnout, (laughs) and it's not going to be fun. I mean, it's hard enough with playing the mental game, right? When you're coming back, um, let alone setting yourself up for a disaster. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Doesn't help anything. No. Um, So now the, the next part to this, which is a part that I have been a little bit better about embracing is this opportunity to prior to starting your running again, or even while you're starting your running again, is getting back to this thing that a lot of runners might even say is like a phrase that doesn't exist in the dictionary or anything like that. There's these two words together that runners hide from, and they're, they're strength <laughs> training are the two words. Um, and I think it's something that I have embraced a lot more as I've learned more about what my body does and doesn't like. Um, I've joked with Bree. I've joked with plenty of other people that I am a lot better at understanding that my body is not just uh, built to wake up, roll out of bed and go run. It needs warmed up. It needs to be strengthened. Um, My forever joke to myself is that I am like an ostrich. I just have legs upon legs and they all need lots of help to continue doing this thing that I love to do. So talk about the strength training component a little bit to oh this. Oh my gosh, the image I just got of you, your face on an ostrich. Perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> I'm just giggling. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so yes. This is the perfect time to be incorporating more strength training. Um I and just cross training in general. I feel like people will do some of that maybe before they're back to running, like say they're doing their biking or swimming or whatnot before they're able to go back to running, say if they're injured. Um, but once they start running, they forget about all the rest. They're like, Oh, I don't need to strength. I'm better now. I don't need to strength train. I don't need to get on the bike. Like I can run now. Yep. And that's where I feel like people need to kind of make a pivot in the mindset and utilize this time to 
do the strength training because that's only going to get you faster later on and help build a good foundation. And when you're, you have the extra time, right? You're not able to jump in and do maybe eight plus hours of running a week anymore. You can only do half that or less that. And so use those extra hours to hop on the bike and get some cardio that way. Um, you're still getting them the time, uh, the stress on your heart in a good way. Uh, without the impacts on the musculoskeletal system. And so like do your strength training, not only your PT to address whatever issues you had before, but um, just general strength training to get you back to even better than before. And I really enjoy, and I've used this personally when I was coming back from surgery in 2020, is utilizing, like I said, the bike in conjunction with running um, because you can still stress your system a little bit more, but you're not going to re-injure yourself, ideally. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So for instance, say you're working, you're no, you're building back up, we're working on the frequency and duration, but we can't we can't increase the intensity yet. We need to safely do that, right? But you can start getting some threshold tempo type workouts in on the bike or on the elliptical, um, on any machine that is will decrease that impact. So that way you're still getting that higher heart rate that maybe you're not getting when you're doing the walk running com- combo coming back. Um, but you're kind of getting a jump start on your training in a sense. Yeah. And, you know, I, I joked with Bree not too long ago, everybody about how, um, even if I ride the bike, my brain will be like, but it wasn't a run and it wasn't as much effort, but it, I think it's a, a healthy approach to take into consideration that it's, it's not just like my legs don't feel as tired as they would had I run or things like that. It, it's to take into account all of the, the cardiovascular stuff that's actually going on that, that's, you know, running isn't just your legs. It's, it's having all the cardiovascular endurance and all those things too. So, um, I think those are important pieces to keep in the back of the mental inventory while you're doing all these things too. Definitely. I feel like people don't really look sometimes at how much, like say if you're in your peak training, like how many hours a week you're spending, um, you know, they focus more on pace or the workouts or that type of thing. But the accumulation of hours of cardio that you're getting by running, you can then copy in a sense with the cross training. Um, And so that's where it's like, yeah, you jump on the bike for some speed work and then the next day you can go for an easy run and you can play around with it. But it just worked really well for me. I mean, when I came back from surgery, I was in the best shape I had pretty much ever been. And it was because of continuing the cross training as I was progressing back to running. Yeah. Um, So I think all of this is fantastic. And I will do one thing that I, I, I... I know we normally will not do on these episodes, but I will do in this moment right now, which is for anyone out there who is stubborn or impatient, potentially like the two people in our squares today, we both get that. But I would suggest Bree is a run coach. Bree is a fantastic run coach. There are run coaches in your community, but Bree is out there to help you tiptoe through the tulips, if you will, of coming back to running. Um, And I think that especially coming back from something, there's real value in having somebody who gives you structure because you simply gauging yourself 
in that silo tunnel vision version of yourself is probably going to get you in trouble unless you have the planning and willpower of a very limited number of people that I know in my life that can look at the figures and just say, I get it. I shouldn't go harder. A lot of us want to take the next step. We want the next thing. We want the next goal. We want the next race on the calendar. Mm -hmm. um, but having a coach and a person to say, last week was great. We're going to move the needle 5%. That yeah, is where a coach really pays off. That's where Bree could really pay off. So <laughs> that will be my summarization from the other side of these microphones today. Oh, man. Yeah, no, I really appreciate you saying that, Sean. And really, though, like find a coach that is going to not only listen to you and how you're feeling, but is knowledgeable about the body too and about coming back from an injury um, because they need to be looking too at the total time that you're spending on your feet, um, what you're doing on the side of it too, not just the running aspect, right? Like I'm constantly asking uh, athletes like, how's fueling? What shoes are you wearing? You know, like just all the other stuff too. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like you just said, more often than not, we want to push ourselves farther than we probably should when we're building back. And so having someone to just give you a yeah. set routine yeah. and set schedule so you can still check those boxes and feel accomplished, but see yourself progressing in an upward trajectory, like that's better mentally and physically than jumping straight in, going for a 15, 20 minute hard run, feeling yep. burnt out, you're sore, you're achy, and then you just decide to stop, right? Absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah. Or be forced to stop again. That That's 100%. So, um, Thank you for fulfilling a question of mine and a question of so many of your PT clients and athletes. Um, and to like you, like you, Brie and I talked right before we pushed record on this one. Uh, I don't know what it is about winter per se, Brie, but like it always feels like late February, early March. It's kind of like a pseudo version of the groundhog. You have a bunch of runners kind of coming out of a place of injury and everyone seems to like, last year I said this to my wife and I say it right now too. It seems like I have a lot of running friends who are trying to come back from a stress-related injury or just a load-related injury. And it kind of seems like this is like a kind of little silly season of sorts for a lot of runners. So I think that this episode will be very relevant to where so many of us are right now. And uh, just be patient and be kind and have a voice that's not just the one that is yours. Yes. to put up against your goals and where you want to be because i think a coach if you can look at a book and say out loud to yourself what should i do but if you're the only person giving yourself that feedback you might go too far probably yeah. will go too far more often than not <laughs> and be right back where you were so exactly and it's all about you know, coming back stronger than ever, right? And if you want to do that, you got to do it smart because um, you don't want to just hit a wall before you even gave yourself a chance, right? Yep, absolutely. Well, as per usual, Bree, you have answered all the questions and hopefully to everyone else out there, they will enjoy it as much as I always do. So 
Thanks yeah. for dropping knowledge bombs on us as always. Love to help. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. As per usual, if you have any questions for Bree, please reach out to her or message the pod and we will be happy to get those things answered. Otherwise, we will talk to you all next time. Till next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to For Your Run, a podcast brought to you by For The Run. Special thanks goes out to all of our supporters on Patreon, whose contributions and support help us put this all together and get it out into your ears. If you're interested in becoming a member of the For Your Run pod family, you can learn more at patreon.com slash run. We hope this has been a pleasant break in your day, and we look forward to you bringing us along for your next run or whatever it is you have going on in your life. Till next time, run with heart, and we'll talk to you soon.